This is a messianic study of the book of Romans. It's given in a midrashic setting, which is audience participation. It was given during the months of June through August 2008. The discussion leader is John Behrens. He's pastor of Restoration Messianic Fellowship. You can reach our website at www.crimsonthread.com. There you can find this study in its entirety as well as other resources for your messianic study of the scriptures. This discussion has been edited and a number of the comments have been either truncated or removed for clarity and continuity. Romans chapter 8 verse 26. Likewise the Spirit sees us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Um, all right, so again, what he's saying here is if you are born again and you have the Spirit of God, you have help. Okay, and that's what the Spirit is called, the helper, the paraclete, the comforter. And one of the things that I believe this is genealogy again. Uh, do it as you choose. I believe that one of the things that praying in tongues does is basically you express, explicitly turn your mouth over to the Holy Spirit because you don't know what to say. And you say, Holy Spirit, speak through me and say what needs to be said. And the reason that that's important is because, again, you are a child of Adam and you have a voice and your words have power. So you can either use your words for the thoughts and words of Satan, which, again, we're awfully good at, or you can turn your voice over to the Holy Spirit and use them for the things of God. And I believe that that's part of what praying in tongues is. Now, the other part of praying in tongues is when you pray in a language that somebody else understands, and you can then speak the word of God in a language that that person understands. That, that's a different thing. And I understand that too. 27. And he who searches hearts knows what, the mind of, what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Who searches the hearts? Yeah, God. God the Father. Yeah, so what, what you have there is God the Father searches your heart and God the Spirit speaks either through you or for you and he speaks the things of God because the Spirit knows the heart. 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. All right. Um, I don't, do we need to go into a long spiel about Calvinism here? Any Calvinists here? We got any Calvinists in the crowd? This is one of the places where Calvinists will fetch up. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, 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 it sounds really good if you're a Calvinist. Uh, it doesn't mean that, though. In other words, and, and he'll go on in the next chapter, in a little bit, to talk about vessels of wrath and so forth. And you've got to understand that in the context of the examples he uses in the Torah, from the Torah. And he goes back and he quotes from the Torah and he, and he uses examples, and we'll talk about those when we get there. My take on this is 
what that's talking about is God is outside of time. He's the only one who knows the end from the beginning. So he knows who's going to come to him. Okay? And we'll get, I think we have the bit, in, yeah, we do have the bit later on where he talks about the two. Um, yeah, no, not Jacob. Yeah, Jacob and Esau. Um, sons of Rebecca, there we go. I knew I, I, that was what I was looking for, is Rebecca. Um, how he loved one even though he had never done anything. And again, my take on that is that is one of those things where God always talks about what's going to happen as if it's done. Because as far as he's concerned, it is. Lots of prophecy is in, in, in the past tense or in the completed tense, even though it hasn't happened. Simply because from God's perspective, yeah, that's done. Okay? But it has to be done before it can be done. Yeah, it has to be done before it can be completed. But the fact that it will be completed is something that God knows, even though he doesn't necessarily cause it. 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, now will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Give us what? All things. Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Messiah Yeshua is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Messiah? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, that by the way is a quote from uh, Psalms 44. No, in all those things, these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Who is him who loved us? The Father and the Spirit, God altogether. I think it's God the Father. Okay. okay. It, it, it's one of those triplets. You know, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. You all remember that one? It, it, it's a triplet, right? And power, love, and a sound mind are th- three characteristics of God. What's power? Holy Spirit. Spirit is the power source. Who's love? The Father is love. Who's the sound mind? Yeshua. Okay? So, Him who loved us, I think, is God the Father. Okay? Not that God the Son is a different being. You understand, I am firmly Trinitarian here. I'm just talking about one aspect of of God. So one of the things that he's talking about here is we've just talked about a spirit of fear, right? And I've been sort of rattling on here about how we're all really good at fear. One of the things God tells us in his scripture over and over and over again is don't be afraid. Because God knows if you mess around with fear, you will be used of Satan. Okay, And what he wants you to do is operate in faith. Well, operating in faith is 
as I have said, is harder than operating in fear because you're not used to it. When the bank account is empty, you can look at your bank account and say, hmm, boy, that's pretty empty. Truck right off into fear that you're going to be a bag lady, you know, in the next 48 hours or wherever it is you go, whatever your fear is. It's harder to look at that with your experience and say, God has promised me that he will provide for me. So providing for me at this point is his problem. Making an effort is my problem. In other words, I've got to go out and hunt for a job. I've got to, you know, got to do all the things that I've got to do. But I need to understand that it's God's problem to provide for me. It's not my problem. Okay? And so what Paul is saying here in this letter is he's saying, all right, guys, you need to get out of fear and into faith. And, oh, by the way, when you're in faith, I am telling you that God is faithful. And that you are going to prevail. And no matter what happens to you, God is going to be with you. So this is by way of encouragement. Okay? And instruction. And, and oh, by the way, who's he speaking to in this case, I will suggest. I, I will suggest that he's probably talking to pagan Christians. In, in other words, Gentile Christians. Not pagan Christians. Gentile Christians. Sorry, pagan Christians is kind of an oxymoron. Uh, so is Gentile Christians, but that's another question. You're used to that one at least. Um, because these people have come out of paganism. And, and paganism is laced with fear. So what he's doing is he's giving instruction to people who have come into the family of God and said, hey, folks, you're under a new regime here. And you may not understand it yet, but what I'm trying to tell you is how this stuff works. And all the stuff that you learned when you were following whatever gods you were following before, that doesn't apply anymore. So I'm suggesting that's what's going on here. 